Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast, and I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. We both know firsthand that listening and being heard can lead to change. AT&T knows all about this, too. They started listening to their customers who spoke out that they weren't getting a fair deal. Now they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deals. So listen up and learn more about getting a great smartphone deal at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. everybody y'all listening to the voice oh uh, come on now dig me if you will one and only steve harvey got a radio show okay oh, i'm be honest with you i was rushing rushing this morning so but that's what it takes sometimes sometimes you have to put forth a different kind of effort you know one of the things about being successful, and I was sharing this just the other day with a young man, and uh, he asked me, he said, hey man, I just don't see how you get up that early in the morning 
I just don't see how, man. It would it would kill me to get up this early in the morning. Well, I sat there and I'm listening to it because it's just a thousand times I've heard it, you know. And my life is, you know, not too different from a lot of people's lives. There's a lot of people out there that rise early. And I guess I don't know, I don't know what he wanted from me or how he wanted me to take what he said, but I just sat there, you know, just indifferent to the tones because I've heard it so many times. I don't know how you get up that early in the morning. I don't know how you do all them jobs. And I just sit there, man, because, I, I mean, first of all, I'm grateful to be able to have a job. I'm so grateful to be able to do one and several that I happen to enjoy doing. I mean, you know, it's work and it's difficult at times, but it's, I mean, you know, I, I, I wanted this. You know, you, you got it. You, know, you can't ask God for nothing. Then he give it to you. Then be mad that you got it. Don't make no sense. You know, you ask him for something, he give it to you. The problem with asking God for stuff is you, a lot of times we ask him for stuff. We don't really know what all it encompasses, what all it really is. And I asked for this. Now, along the way, I've gotten far more than I asked for. I want you to do understand that. And, um, you know, that's that's his grace at work in my life. But I get up early and I go to work because I do understand something, that it is not walking up to you. Nobody walks up to people normally and just hand them checks all the time and enough checks to sustain your life and not only sustain it, but to have a life that where you could enjoy and do some of the things you want to do. That's, I don't know the person that walks out, hands out that money just to be doing it. And then with a lifestyle, though, where you can, you know, give your kids a Christmas, you know, take your family on vacation, uh, you know, a year, once a year. I don't know nobody passing out that kind of money. So I get up early in the morning and I get at it. I was taught to get up early in the morning by my father. Because my father says, Ain't nothing going to come to you while you lay in there. And you know what? I it, It's just true, man. It's just a little common sense. Look, old people smart, man. They've been around a long time. You don't get old. You know, some old fools out there, but you know, you don't have to deal with them. But old people are pretty smart, man. They've learned a lot along the way. And waking up early and getting at it is one of them things. And I ask everybody, man, to think about this scenario of your life. I just want you to just, I want to show you some numbers. If a day has 24 hours in it, and let's just say you choose to sleep eight of those hours because they tell you you need eight hours sleep. So you sleep eight hours. That's a third of your life asleep already. Just a third of your life is spent asleep if you're going to do eight hours a day. You understand that? A third of your life is spent asleep. Now, let's say you have a job that you work eight hours. And it's not the job of your dreams. It's not your dream career, your dream profession. It's just the one you took, like all of us, to get it started. And then, like all of us, some of us end up having to stay there because we've created these bills and we can't because we checked the check, so we can't leave it because we'll lose what, what we've worked for. So let's just say you got a job that you go to work to for eight hours. That's another third of your life. That's two-thirds of your life spent doing something. Mm-mm. How do I put this to you? Oh, oh, let's, all right, all right, Steve, just leave it there. That's two-thirds of your life. Feel how you want to feel about your two-thirds. Well, I like sleep. Okay, cool. There's a scripture about that, too. But now you spent two-thirds of your life, one on a job you don't care for if you're not happy there, 
or one that just pays the bills and it's not your dream job or career. Another third of your life is sleep. Oh, now let's hold on. Let's talk about the one hour of preparation that it may take to get to the job. Let's just say you wake up, you know, brush your teeth, shower, have a little breakfast, get dressed. Let's just say that's an hour. So now we're talking 16 hours, eight hours sleep, eight hours on your job. You, that's 16 hours. You got uh, ready time, one hour. That's 17 hours. Let's say your drive time, let's say getting to your job for the average person is anywhere between 30 to an hour. That's an average of what it takes the average person. Now, some people out there hustling way harder than that. But let's just say your average is an hour getting to work. You add another hour to that going to work. You've now spent 18 hours out of the 24 doing something that's either non-productive, you're not happy with, you're not pleased about, is not your dream job, is not your dream profession, and the rest of the time you sleep 18 hours. That's going to work. Now, you got to come from the job. So let's just say it's another hour to get back home. That's 19 hours. 19 hours out of a 24-hour day. A third of it you've been asleep. A third of it you've been on the job that you're not happy with. You took an hour to get ready to go to the job that you're not happy with, that you just spent a third of your life sleeping to get ready for. You spent an hour getting there, and you spent an hour getting back. That's 19 hours out of 24 hours. You now have five hours left in your day. Oh, you watch TV two times? Two hours a day? Okay, excuse me. Let's put now you put two hours of TV on there. You've just spent 21. You now have three hours in the day to do something super productive for the development of yourself and the future of your family and your future as a person and what you can provide for your family. Uh Uh-oh. I need to chill. I need to smoke one. Uh Uh-oh. I need some time at happy hour. Seem like all I do is drive to work and go to work. I'm going to go out with the fellas, drink one. Okay, let's say you spend two hours at happy hour. Nobody go to a happy hour just for an hour. Let's say you spend two hours at happy hour or smoking or some video games. Let's throw that in there. Two hours of smoking, chilling, reading the paper, video games. That's 23 hours of your day gone. Don't you see how your day slips away from you? So why would you get up early? You get up early to get a jump. You get up early to produce, to plan, to become productive. You get up early in the morning to care about every single minute of your day. You wake up early in the morning because you have a plan, a mission. You have something you want to accomplish. So you wake up early, and you got, as the earlier you get up, the more time you have just for you to devote to your plan. You map it out. You make some send some emails. You you do some Google searches. Whatever it is you need to do to get your dream underway. Then you go get ready. Then you get in your car and go to work. Then you go to your job. But on your job, instead of sitting at your lunch break messing around with a bunch of people laughing and talking about nothing, playing dominoes, why don't you take that hour to do some more research, to do some more Googling, to send out some more emails? to put some feelers out there to see what can get you in the place that you want to be. Then when you get off, instead of driving straight home, why don't you go somewhere in a meeting, you know, take in a session with some people in a positive mental state, some people that's doing, you know, self-help groups or group of people that get together and network for business. Why don't you take that two hours and devote that to that business idea you got? 
no human being has more than 24 hours a day, including myself. But if you care about every single minute of that day, you'll be amazed at how much you could get accomplished in a 24-hour day. But you can't get none of that happening because you sleep. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here today gathered for the radio show. This is not a game. This is a contest. Anybody can win it. You can get your own blue ribbon. Step right up. One, all for one. All ye who come. You are blue ribbon candidates. Welcome to the Steve Harvey contest. What do you want a blue ribbon in today? That's the question. Shirley, what do you think you could qualify to get a blue ribbon in? Uh, Just the way I do the show, the way I run the show. Carla, what do you think you could get a blue ribbon in? The way I direct the show. Now, let's begin the ignorance. Junior, <laughs> what do you think you could get a blue ribbon I in? I could get a blue ribbon in animal sound. <gasps> See what I'm talking Junior. about? Junior. See there? Let the what ignorance begin. Jay, what do you think you could get a blue ribbon in? Ignorance from nowhere. When you don't think it's coming, straight ignorant. Yes. Ignorance out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Nephew Tommy, share with us what you <laughs> could get a blue ribbon in that you have probably already have thousands. The seriousness of stupidity. I bring yes. it to a whole nother level. I, I just I have that. to say one thing. I, I mm-hmm. Seriously, Junior, I, I take offense with what you did because... He, I, on you the show, animal? I do animal noises. I do oh, animal well, sounds. Animal it's a yeah, contest. Oh, oh, we have an animal off? Dog. Okay. It's a contest. Okay. Shirley, wait a minute. Hold up. Shirley, you can't change your answer. You, you, don't, do, you don't do but one. He doesn't do I, animal noises. What? I do animal noises on the show. No, uh-uh. Okay, hold on. Stop, 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 stop. Shirley, do a kangaroo. What, what, what happened to this kangaroo? Okay, Shirley, do a gorilla. Okay, 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 Shirley, now do a chimpanzee. He's good at that, man. She's really good at that. Thank you. Yeah, that was Caesar, that. that now, who was that one? Who, who was that, Shirley? That was Shirley? Yeah, that was Shirley, man. Now, that was very That good, was her man. best one. That was your best one. Now, watch one, her yeah. kill this one. Do a dog, Shirley. Okay, Shirley, Shirley, do a sheep. Okay, Shirley, 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 do a pig. Oink. 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 Oink? is just how it's spelled. It don't sound like oink. Oh, I don't know. Like, I didn't... Re- okay, Did you okay. just pronounce the word? Oink. I don't know what a pig sounds like. Just like I don't know what a kangaroo sounds like. You sure did. I wanted to hear that. We'll be back with more Shirley Sounds. Oh, right after this, all morning, the talent to Shirley Strawberry. And we didn't even know 
course she did animal sound. Yes, you we're did. We're going to the we jungle did. when we come yes, back, y'all. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time for something funny. Juniors, truth be told, you are up what you got, Junior. Um, Shirley, um, um, listen, everybody. Um, I got some great news. Got a phone call last night. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, is there a reason why you put your glasses on? Yes, it is, sir. Yes, glasses? it is. Junior has on sunglasses. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. And my eyes will never be seen again. You uh-huh. that cool? No, because I got called to be in a movie. Oh. <laughs> I'm oh, in a really? movie. Congratulations, I got Junior. a phone call. I'm in a movie. Now, once I find out I'm a movie star, therefore, shades must go on. <laughs> my eyes will never be seen again. I don't care if my eye itch. The movie I'm in is called Live. Mm-hmm. We start shooting June 4th. Okay. So I play a guy named OJ in the movie. Not Simpson. OJ. Not, Not Simpson. Simpson. Wait a minute, no, man. You getting movie roles now? I ain't been here six months. Do you see what I'm saying, Uh. Congratulations, Junior. Again, I'm not playing. Again, this is action. They call me. Uh, I want to say thank you, Sharon, for the role. I'm in a movie called Live. Therefore, I must wear shades in the tub while I'm showering, You're walking down the street, eating. Are you? My eyes is gone. I'm going to Hollywood already. You real wow. Hollywood with it. Yeah, already. Okay. So I just want y'all to understand that I am in the movie. It is called Live. I will be in there. Just want y'all to understand. So when you talk to me, please put Mr. Spates on it, please. Oh, or should we call you by by Junior or your character name, no, OJ? Mr. Spates now. Oh, oh, not your character yeah, name, I'm, OJ. I'm, okay, Mr. Spates. Okay, now, not. I'm just. I'm just got to put this out here. Because you've been up? in movies too, Steve. Huh? You've been in movies yourself. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. You didn't act like this when you got the first one. Well, I didn't care nothing about that. I already knew I wasn't gonna be a movie star. Now, on the other hand, we have someone on this show. Come on, speak it. Oh, that's why he's upset. And I'm just need we need to know where he at with all this here. This could be a situation. Hold on. Uh nephew Tommy, are you there? Yes, sir. I'm here. Are you there? Um, Junior has gotten a part that obviously was available. And we need to know (laughs) your understanding of it and how Hold on. Where you at with this? I you am love happy for Mr. Kilstarting. This gonna be a conflict. You love mess. <laughs> I'm, convinced. I'm convinced. I'm here for mess. Yeah, we know. First of all, we said that about you yesterday. Yeah. You said you weren't like yeah, that. Yeah, you denied you it. it. No, 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 no. I'm not messy. <laughs> what I'm what doing now is trying to head mess off. Same thing, Steve. I didn't Same know thing. what you're doing, Steve. <laughs> but Tommy, you yeah. know, it ain't a big role, Tommy, just to make you feel better. Well, he ain't never had no big role, so what the hell? That ain't nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. He had some big role. What? What? Okay, the one in Insecure? Insecure. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that. What's the that one? Was big. That was a big role. That was pretty big. All what, I know is Junior got one damn row. Now he just talking trash. Like, oh, yeah, I didn't say nothing, Jay. <laughs> I just trying yeah, to congratulate Oscars on this Sunday, too. It's just straight <laughs> ignorance. Oh, so look who done piped in, I'm Mr. Drumline. Yeah. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. Now, because you've been in Drumline, now he got a I'm little in part. several movies. And, oh, several. <laughs> Oh, I thought the hate was coming from Tommy. No, I'm not oh, look at him. I'm not delivering hate. I'm defending. 
And you were great in in Drumline, Jay. No, you were. You were mm-hmm. damn good. You were great. <laughs> <laughs> you were great. You better speak up for yourself, what? baby. I he was in Mr. Act. 3000. It was very fast, but he was in there. I, w- I can act. No, that's a good part, Junior. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, I just, you know, I, I'm sorry, Tommy. I didn't know it was going to be. It, no, 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 no. I, I'm sorry because yes, it's not Tommy. <laughs> I didn't know the problem was going to come. <laughs> From the old ass bitch. You never know where it's going to come from. Team Tommy, baby. It's Team Tommy. (laughs) (laughs) It just comes. You never know where it's going to come from. Junior, you came on here to share some good news. I saw I tried to do (laughs) I thought the problem was going to be with Tommy. Come to find out, I ain't got a damn thing to do with Tommy. No. (laughs) No, that old bitter man over there. Uh, That's what happens when you start mess. No, no, no. See how messy am I? Yeah, how messy are you? Well, see, I tried to head it off. Little did I know, cause Jay been in drumline and Mr. Three Thousand, think like a man. Tom was in think like a man too. Now. Well, y'all something else, man. <laughs> y'all something else. Oh, but not to mention, so was I. <laughs> I just forgot I was in it too. Oh, 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 and it was my damn book. Oh. <laughs> Well, congratulations, Junior. That's wonderful. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tommy. I know you didn't mean it. Boy, I can tell the way you said that. No, that's enough. Congratulations. You faded off at the end. Congratulations. (laughs) Junior, you're not getting messy, too, are you? No, no, I just said it. Because it sounds like it. Evidently, you've been there. No, no. We just call it like we see it over here. Congratulations. we. You know, Team Tommy always over there, so he done got on Tommy's side. He hating harder than Tommy. Yeah. That's all right, though. Thank you, Jay. Joe We're happy for you, Junior. All right, Steve, here's something for you. Uh, Lil' Kim is in trouble uh, with the IRS, and I thought perhaps you could help her out with some tax tips of your own. They don't know what she look like no more. What's the the tip? They can't can't come get her. That's it. They They cannot come get her. They don't know what she look like. Yeah, I haven't seen her. (laughs) They be talking to little Kim. She don't live here no more. You know know how many Kims you finna go through? (laughs) This ignorant <laughs> show right here, boy. Oh, uh, you kill me. I'm killing I'm killing I'm killing Look here. Oh, that's little Kim Walker. That ain't the one you like. <laughs> <laughs> Queen B. <laughs> so wait, what did what was Steve's tip? Steve, one wow. more time. Don't worry about it. Let's just go to break. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up next, uh, the nephew is going to run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, uh, Oprah explains why she will not respond to Monique or the president. But right now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -mm. But right now, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got, Neff? You sent my wife some pictures. Huh? (laughs) You sent my wife some pictures. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, he sounds oh, my You send my wife some pictures. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> right in, cat. Yo. May I speak to Trevor? Yeah, that's Trevor. Hey, man, you been sending pictures of, uh, of your damn stomach to my wife's phone? Say what? Hey, man, have your 
been sending pictures of your muscles on your stomach to my wife's phone. Man, who in the hell is this calling me with this This fish right here. This who? This Fisher, man. My name is Fisher, but they call me Fish. What I want to know from you, have your been sending pictures of your stomach to my wife's phone? Man, I don't know what you talking about, playboy. Don't call me with this about am I sending pictures. And if I am sending pictures, ain't none of your business. It is my business. That's my wife. And you send this no she got, oh. What the hell are you doing? You must ain't got, you must ain't ripped up like me or something. You worried about a sending pictures to it of his stomach. Hey, man. Get do some business. Don't call my I got some business. My business is my wife, man. And if you say, let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you right now. When I, when I find you, if the same muscles that's on her phone is is is, is, is up underneath your shirt, I'm whooping your Hey, man, I, I ain't hard to find, Playboy. You can find me. And if I am sending pictures to your wife, you must like it, Playboy. Hey, man, hey, let me tell you. No, you're being disrespectful is what you're doing. You understand me? You're being calling me on the phone with this You better check somebody else about this here before I had your wife rubbing on my stomach. Hey, man, who you, hey, see, who you calling a man? Who you like think you, you a hey, hey, who you think you talk, let me tell you I'm something, okay, tell me. That's on my phone about a picture. That's who hey, I'm talking to. Because I, them, them, if I find out them, your muscles hey, on babe. my wife, what? Obviously, you found my phone number, so I guess you can find me, homeboy. Hey, you, how about this here? Where are you? Let's get this cracking. I'm with, hey, ask your wife where I'm at. Where she at? My wife is at work right now. Yeah, you you think so? How you think she got them pictures on, boy? Hey, man, I tell you what. When I find, when I find you, you're a little disrespectful. Ask your wife where I'm at. Yeah, that's what you do, playboy. Calling me with this old, oh, insecure. You must not be ripped up like me. Hey man, hey, 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 I I got I got muscles on my stomach. I got I'm headed to the gym right now to get these get this stomach right for your wife. Huh? Hey man, let yeah. me tell you something, man. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. That's all right. Hey, how about this here? I know who your wife feels. Nah. That's all right. I know who she is too. Okay. Well, I, I, that's all right. And I'll be calling her. I'm calling her, letting her know what's going on. Check this out. She like my stomach too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you like that, don't you? No, no, I tell you what, I tell you what, she gonna like it when I get to her, because I'm gonna let your wife know what's going on around here. Say, man, you don't know nothing about my wife. Me, my wife, and your wife might be rubbing together, homeboy. You don't know nothing about my business. Hey, man, you ain't finna be disrespectful to me, man. I done told you once. Don't see me. Don't see me, homeboy. I will see you. I already asked you once, where are you? I'm gonna raise up my shirt so you can see this ripped up six-pack that your wife like. Yeah, huh? Okay, okay. It's just a matter of time, then. Don't it's... call my phone with this You better go check your wife and don't be calling a grown man. Okay. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, I'm going to call Ayana. That's that's who I'm going to call. Ayana, baby. Say what? Yeah, yeah. Oh, then slowed you down. Nah, yeah, I'm calling your wife. Well, call her then. We can get her on the freeway. And then, I'm we ain't call, got the... and then I'll call your wife and get her on my way. Yeah. Okay, I'm, 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 I'm going to tell you this here right now. Tell what me, I need is to know. Tell me whatever you want to tell me, Playboy. I'm telling you right now, punk, where you at? I'm, I'm at Boulevard, homeboy. That's where I'm at. Now, you got my wife's name. I I, I want to know your name. They call you Fish or Kicking or whatever they call you. You can meet me wherever you want to, homeboy, and we can settle it. Ain't no big deal to me. I deal with punk chucks like you every day. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. not a problem. Not a problem. I'll be right... How long you gonna be there? 
I'm gonna be that to your punk idiot. Okay, to... you look here. I want you to take my na my name down so you'll know who you waiting on. You got I you. Heard what, uh, you said your name was Chicken or some like that. Do thing. you have a pen? I don't need no pen, punk. Okay, you do. Do you want to know who this is? Uh, you just told me who you was, homeboy. Oh, now, me, me. I, I, I ain't told you my full name, Chump. I don't need to know your name. You got my number calling me with a about a tattoo or stomach or something. It's muscles, it's, it's muscles of your stomach on my wife phone. Okay, did, what, did you look at the other pictures? How many sit-ups do you be doing? Did, did, you, did you look at the other pictures? What other? Well, okay, hey, yeah. hey man, hey man, yeah. I'm not finna be playing with you yeah. about oh, my I wife. Ain't play, I, I ain't playing with you, I'm playing with your wife. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm finna okay. tell you something about your saying, wife. Okay. I'm finna tell you something about your wife that you don't know. If I don't know it, don't nobody else know it. Oh, I know it. I me and her know it. I, I just got off the phone with her. You want to know? You want me to tell you what your wife told me? Whatever, man. Say what you got to say. So I'm going to say this right here. I'm going to say this, punk. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife, Ayana, got me to prank phone call. Yo, ignorant man how stupid are you <laughs> hello <laughs> this nephew tommy man from the steve harvey morning show your wife got me to prank phone call you dude you Boy, damn you you are more ignorant than me Boy, that hell for that. Ooh, Lord, that <laughs> <laughs> Boy, wait till i see this oh <laughs> I got to ask you this, man. Give me, get, answer this question for me. What is? What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The only one with nephew Tommy on it, I imagine. <laughs> 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 Y'all cold, boy. I tell you that. Oh, man. All right, Trev, man. You be easy, man. Go light on Ayana, all right? I'm going to show Will tell Steve Harvey. I say, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ain't never sent nobody no picture. I did. Anybody? Am I the only person on this show that sends somebody some pictures to yeah. their phone? Yeah. <sighs> what kind of picture? Carla. What? What do you say my name for? I'm just asking. You why Carla you being no pictures. Now Carla busts a window. <laughs> allegedly. Carla ain't allegedly. Carla has sent. Allegedly. You ain't never sent no pictures, Carla, to your hood. No. Uh. Uh. Okay. Let me I'm tell y'all. One time no, I was sir. in Houston and. Carla was coming down the hallway, and I didn't know who the dude was. But he was walking towards Carla. When he saw her, he turned around and started running. <laughs> now, so we can stop all this alleged. <laughs> I asked you not to tell all this no, information. You don't here. break out <laughs> running when you see a woman, and you've allegedly. She stands by allegedly. allegedly. Okay, straight yes. to his car. Okay, but let me say this. Car. He wasn't allegedly running, though. <laughs> That's fact. His ass actually broke out. Allegedly. <laughs> so to answer your question, nephew, no. I have not sent my husband pictures. No, I don't do that. Mm -hmm. Why well, need to send him pictures? He can steer it. Uh-oh. Every night, snap, baby. Hold up. Let me ask you. No, Tommy, I can't, can't ask you that because you're stupid enough to answer. Oh, that, that was going to be good. We'll oh, that was going to be good. We'll see how smart I am. Come All on. right, coming uh, up at the top of the hour, we got to go. Yeah. Uh, Oprah explains why she will not respond to Donald Trump or Monique right after this.
This your boy, J. Anthony Brown, for the Steve Harvey Morning Show, talking to you about Headliner Taco Tuesday, going down at the J-Spot, Los Angeles, California. That's Headliner Taco Tuesday at the J-Spot, Los Angeles, California. Tickets on Eventbrite. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oprah explains why she will not respond to Monique or Donald Trump. Uh, We all know that Monique has taken jabs at O and even claims that she was blacklisted in the industry thanks to Oprah, Lee Daniels, and Tyler Perry. Uh, Then Donald Trump, our president, tried to come for her by calling her insecure in a recent tweet. Yet Oprah remains unbothered and takes the high road. Well, here, take a listen to Oprah explaining to the interviewer from Global Global Grind that she does not address negativity. You're you're taking the high road on so many different levels, and people say negative things about you. Trump, uh, Monique is is in the media right now. Why do you continue to take the high road? Why don't you address it face? Oh, my gosh, because it's impossible. It's a law that if you meet negative with negative, you will just have a combusted negative force and negative energy. You can't meet negative energy where it is. You have to rise above it. You have to transcend it. You have to be the light. And it only takes a little bit of light to banish the darkness. Mm. It takes a lot of darkness to overcome the light, but it takes just a little bit of light. And we are warriors of the light. So I would never stoop to try to meet somebody where they are negatively. Don't care who they are. Amen. Boom. I love it. Amen. I love it. Boom. I love it. Drop the mic stuff right Yes. It really is. That's wow. that's really. It, it it only takes a little bit of light to banish the darkness. Man. We gotta right have a lot of darkness to get rid of some light. Though. We don't do that yeah. on this show, but. Well, no. Then we won't be eating. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> but what she's saying is definitely well, the truth. What she's saying is yeah. right. Yeah. But are they going to come back and say something against that, though? Oh, yeah, they're going to have some, but she oh, don't care. The She's president probably that, that will. Road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, he ain't going to miss it. You know, um, you know, what Oprah's saying is what I try to do. I'm not successful at that oftentimes, and I think I'm going to have to work harder at that because that's absolutely some solid advice right there. I mean, because it only takes a little bit of light to banish the darkness. If you're in a pitch black cave and you light a candle, hey man, you got something going on here. But if you got a candle and somebody come with the pitch black cave, you still got a candle. You still got some light. You just got a lot of darkness out there, but that light is still what it is. And that's that's an excellent thing, man, that I've got to work harder on myself not meeting uh, people where they are, you know, when they come at me negatively because you can't combat it like that. It's darkness and darkness. It's just more dark. That's really, that's a great analogy. I, I needed to hear that. You need to hear that from Oprah. Taking the, It's basically taking the high road, guys. Yep. Well, I got to quit calling it the high road because I don't like, that analogy don't work for me because I don't okay. give a damn about the high road. Well, it's the same no. philosophy, Steve. Well, no, it's not because <laughs> I don't accept it that way. Oh, we driving down here now? <laughs> Oh no! Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, the high road ain't ain't don't work for me, but the light analogy works for me. Cause you know what? You know, everybody has to hear things a different way, yeah. they can so receive that they them. can, ex- yeah, mm-hmm. to receive it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like you castor oil is trifling, but if you put it with a couple of things, you might can take it. You know, mm-hmm. you might can take it, mm-hmm. but castor oil. See, high road. 
high road don't really work for me sometimes because mm-hmm. I just go, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> We driving down here? <laughs> oh, we down here? Let's well, like go. I said, we don't do it on yes, this right. show. Yeah. <laughs> then I just get out here and drive. Oh, oh this is where we drive. Right, exactly. <laughs> but I think I think using that light analogy will help me a great deal. Well, take us to the light, Steve. Uh, she's here. Ladies Our and gentlemen, light. she's here, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much, everybody. Good morning, everybody. This is Antrip with the news. Young immigrants are breathing a little easier this morning thanks to yesterday's Supreme Court decision not to hear the Trump administration's latest appeal of a lower court injunction, one that uh, blocks the new administration from getting rid of the DACA program next week. That was a former President Obama's way of shielding people brought here illegally as little children from being deported. Some 700,000 young people currently covered by DACA, but the program can accept new applications for now. However, it still remains in legal limbo unless the Congress acts to make Dreamer's status permanent. President Trump had set March 5th as the end date for the DACA program. Meanwhile, the high court also considering a case that could end up gutting public sector unions. The justices deciding whether people who are working in union shops but who don't want to join the union should be forced to pay dues anyway to cover the cost of collective bargaining since they benefit from the union work anyway. President Trump met with the nation's governors yesterday, Democrat and Republican, saying the nation needs more, quote, mental institutions. Very, very critical he was of the law enforcers at Parkland, Florida, for not doing more to apprehend the high school shooter in the months before the attack. He was also especially upset at the sheriff's deputy who remained outside the school while the murders were underway. Because even though Mr. Trump never served in the nation's armed forces, Trump says he would have been heroic. You don't know until you test it, but I think I I really believe I'd run in there even if I didn't have a weapon. And I think most of the people in this room would have done that, too. That's what he said. Trump still thinks there should be more guns, though, in the nation's schools. We have to take steps to harden our schools so that they're less vulnerable to attack. This includes allowing well-trained and certified school personnel to carry concealed firearms. Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School, by the way, uh, reopens tomorrow for the first time since the Valentine's Day massacre that took place there. Sad news, Bill Cosby has lost another child, this time his daughter Ensa, who was only 44 years old. Ensa's cause of death, not officially mentioned, but TMZ, which made the announcement, says she had a history of medical problems and may have been awaiting a kidney transplant. Bill Cosby's son, Ennis, you may remember, was murdered in 1997 by a Russian immigrant who tried to rob him as he was changing a tire on his car on a lonely California road. The disgraced actor and comedian now has three remaining children, daughters Erin, Evan, and Erica. Finally, though, today is National Creative Romance Day. Please, baby, please, baby, please, baby, 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 please. Oh, stop that. (laughs) We'll be back with more entertainment and today's trending topics 20 minutes after the hour on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Chris Brown is allegedly upset about a joke that Chris Rock told on his new Netflix special, uh, Tambourine. <laughs> I have not seen it yet. Uh, you guys, have you guys seen this yet? Uh, no, I and haven't it, seen it. What in, was the joke? Insiders say <laughs> that Rock has no intention on apologizing to Chris. Uh, Rock explains to his audience the annoyance of uh, being forced by a judge to take pictures of his children's bedrooms and the food in his fridge in order to prove he's a fit guardian. What have you heard about me? What have you heard about me, Chris Rock says. I'm Chris Rock, not Chris Brown. Sources in Chris Brown's camp said that Brown feels like Rock made a cheap comment about Brown not being a good father, which couldn't be further from the truth. Brown can take a good joke, but he felt that Chris Rock attacking his parenting was taking it too far. 
what do you think, Steve? Well, I mean, you know, I, I, I can't tell Chris Brown how to feel. Mm-hmm. But what you're not finna do, though, mm-hmm. see, dudes like Rock and Chappelle, mm-hmm. this is where they work. They ain't got no shows. They ain't got to protect no brand. They brand is the that. Brand. Mm-hmm. So it's very different. So, I mean, you know, I understand Chris Brown because Chris Brown's probably a great, great parent, man. He probably is. You know, and so I don't I don't know if he I, see I didn't hear the joke, so I mean he taped the special, but I heard the joke. What was the joke? I didn't the hear joke the joke was saying he was talking about he had to prove that he was a fit guardian because of his divorce mm-hmm. and the child support issues and things like that. And so he was saying to the judge, like, Well, what have you heard about me? I ain't Chris Brown. You know, it was that kind of Oh, uh, he used he flipped the narrative. Okay. I mean, you know, yeah, he could have been just referring to it. some of the other things that's happened oh, with Chris Brown. And maybe mm-hmm. not his parenting, but since you're talking about parenting, Chris can take it, Brown can take it the wrong way, which I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure he's a great dad. Right. You know? Right. Okay. Right. He's a good guy. Exactly. He's just made some mistakes. Chris Brown's a good guy, man. He's just made some mistakes. Hell, I made some mistakes. Hell. I'm a good dude, but man, good people make mistakes all the time, man. Yeah, no one's perfect. Right. Oh, nobody, except for Jay. Whoa. And Jesus. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm Jay's perfect. Jay like Anthony Brown? Like, hey, I'm going to write a song about his <laughs> Hey, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna murder the hits and write one about his ass. <laughs> why, why did you say that about Jay? Him being perfect, though, Steve. Hey, hey, I ain't talking about everybody else. He got a song about everybody, but his damn. <laughs> so he you know, must that, be he perfect. He ought to be in the news. He must be perfect. Hell yeah! I'm fitting to murder me a hit with him in it. I sure wish I get some time. <laughs> He'll work with you on it. That's how good of a guy he is. Yeah, See? that's the sad thing. <laughs> yes, He'll actually yes, help me write. Exactly. This is how you wear my ass out right here. We got to go. Coming up at 34 after the hour, uh, the guys are here. It's time for Comedy Roulette. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time, guys, for Comedy Roulette. Here are today's categories. You probably, pretty much know the rules, right, Jay? Explain it quickly. Let me run it. You want to run it down? Mm-hmm. Man, it down. just we already done this day. But, Steve, we need to Spend run it down. We wheel. get new people we, every we day, We have new Steve. affiliates, We have new Steve. listeners. If you get new listeners. Here we is, wasting time. <laughs> what, what is wrong <laughs> with your nerves? His nerves is bad. They're so bad. <laughs> that needs to be one man. Your nerves is bad. <laughs> Give us five let's subjects. Do, let's put do the your subjects on a bad. wheel. <laughs> put the subjects on a wheel. Spun the wheel. Where it stop, we can do the damn thing. All right, here we go. <laughs> that is on the wheel. <laughs> Man, you please put it up there. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, number one, they're in jail again. Uh, two, you always take more food than you can bring from a party. Mm-hmm. Three, uh-huh. whatever, your uncle is your daddy. <laughs> wow. I love that one. Uh-huh. Wow. Four, look, dude, it's time for you to cut all of that off now. Okay? Yes, yes. Let it go. Yes. Let it go. And number five, man, your nerves are bad. <laughs> Roll the wheel and do the last one. Yeah. <laughs> we will make that one. 
Oh, oh man, it man, really your nerves is bad. It did jump there. That's crazy. It is that. It's, that's the one we do. Man, your nerves are oh, bad. Yeah, that's what we do because see now we're gonna find out who really funny. Go ahead, Jay. Man, when you say hello to somebody, they go, well, hello? What you mean by hello? Hello what? <laughs> Man. Why it's got to be hello in the morning? Why can't it be in the afternoon? I'm tired of people speaking to me early in the damn morning. I ain't even got started on my day yet. Every time I look around, somebody, good morning, good morning. What's so damn good about it? Ooh. Mm. Come on, come on, Man. Junior. Why? I'll Ooh, tell you, I'll tell you when you know your nerves is bad. Uh-huh. You know your nerve back when any sound you hear and you jump <laughs> for yeah. like a car backfire. What yeah. you up under this table for? Yeah. Your <laughs> nerves is bad. You ain't yeah. living right. Nerves is bad. Sound scare you? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, nephew. When you at a funeral and you ask the pastor, how long you gonna be, man? Go bury this person. <laughs> how long we gonna be with this, man? <laughs> Put her down now. Dang. Your nerves Put her down. Your nerves bad. Your all right, come on, Steve. Your kids walk in the room and go, Mama, Daddy, and you turn around, what? <laughs> <laughs> Your nerves bad. Oh, you Your got some bad nerves. Hell, calling me fault. When you have people standing outside your office going, no, you go ask him. No, you ask him. No, no you go in there and ask him. No, no, you go ask him. I ain't going to ask him. You ask him. Well, we're playing comedy roulette. It stopped on. on. Man, your nerves are bad. I'll tell you, you know, your nerves are bad. When you sitting there shaking, smoking a cigarette, I, I don't know what you going through, uh-huh. but your nerves is bad. I don't know what the evidence is, but your ass is shaking. <laughs> Let me tell you something. When you at your house uh-huh. and you by yourself and ain't nobody else in there mm. but some ice moving the glass in the sink <laughs> and your ass run through the uh-huh. patio door without opening it, yeah. hey, man, your nerves bad, yeah. dog. Your, your nerves, nerves bad. bad. <laughs> this is in honor of our fearless leader, Steve Harvey. Comedy Come on, roulette. Man, man, your I nerves got one are bad. for y'all, too, then. Okay. Since you're talking about Steve. Uh-huh. Man, your nerves is bad. When you think all your coworkers is lying on you. (laughs) (laughs) Who is that? (laughs) Come on, Jay. Man, your nerves are bad. Your nerves is bad when you're outside your boss's office taking bets on what mood he's going to be in today. Yes, indeed. Uh I got five on it. (laughs) All right, Steve. Come on, close this bad boy out. Comedy roulette. Man, your nerves are bad. Woo! Okay. This is for you, Shirley. I know you're not going to laugh, and I need your big laugh, but you're not going to laugh. Okay, well, you already know. Carla not going to laugh. Uh-oh. Jay probably he'll laugh because he ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy going to be offended. He going to think it ain't about Hurry him. up, Steve. <laughs> All right, uh, coming up next, nephew Somebody Tommy. Text me what that meant. Has a prank phone call. Well, I, told you, I told you what the reaction was. Good. Right after this. Uh, You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after today's strawberry letter. But up next, it is the nephew with today's prank phone call. What you got, Neff? Hey, man, my belt loops. My belt loops. <laughs> Come on, man, my belt loops. Huh? Belt loops. Just, 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 just call. Yeah, and yeah. hey, just play the prank. Instead of being here, you say this six times every damn day. My belt loops, my belt loops, my belt loops, my belt loops. Hello? Is this, is, uh, 
Is this the cleaners? Yeah, this is the cleaners. Is this the cleaners? This is the cleaners. Okay, hey, listen. I'll be bringing my clothes to y'all out of town. Somebody done messed up a pair of my pants. Oh, the, the pants. You know the feet the pants? Say what? The, the pants, it no fit you. You bring it in. We fit it for you. No, 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 no. Y'all done already messed up enough. What I'm trying to say right here is, is that whoever did the pants took the belt loops off the pants. But who, 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 who the wash the pants? Who the what? Who, who, who the wash your pants? Y'all the people. I told y'all I want to starch in my jeans. You know, I told y'all I want to make sure my jeans stand up by themselves. Okay, y'all put the starch in it, but the problem is y'all uh, took the belt loops off the pants. Do you, you pay already? Do you pay? Say what? Do you pay? Yeah, I paid y'all the damn money. Y'all what, gave what, me the pants. I ain't know the belt loose wasn't on there till I got on. What what what's your name? What's your name? Washington. What? Washington. The what? Washington. What's your first name? Your first name. I don't never leave my first name. I'm always Washington. I, I had to find the receipt to see what you uh, what's wrong with your pants. Did your your last name what what? Washington. Oh, oh, hi. Hey. Why you can't understand what I'm trying to say to you? Wait, wait, wait. Who, 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 who to help you with your clothes? Who, who the person to help you with the clothes? The lady that I always be in the front is the one that helped me. The, 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 the uh, the older lady. She the one that always helped me. Let me see. Okay, you, do, you do it. What is you saying to her? No, she's not here. She's not well, here. What, what, is, what you, you just you got to like, say? I need you to speak English. This is an English situation. Okay, okay. She she not speak. She not speak it. Okay. So I I I I translate for her. Okay. She 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 not here. You want to call? Come tomorrow. Then we help you with the clothes. Okay. But there's no, nobody no, here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You ain't understanding me. My belt loops is off my pants. We know that we know to take it. It did not. We don't have it here. We just wash the clothes. We don't take the. Y'all did do that. Y'all did take the bell loose out. You do. You wait. Okay. Okay. I what? Wait. Okay. Yeah. I wait. Go. Go ahead. Okay. Cái thằng này đó, nó nói là nó đem cái quần vô để sửa. Cái sau sửa làm sao cái gì nít nó mang không được. Tại vì mấy cái mấy cái ấy mà cần. Hey, what I told you, I I told you English, didn't I? What what do you we try we try to to help the problem okay? I understand you try to help the problem, but this is an English problem. Okay, I need I you to speak be speaking you. English I, I speak when you trying English, to handle what's okay? going on right here. The English. Say what? I speak the English to you. You, I I don't understand what you say. I say I need you to speak English. You're not speaking I, English. I just speak the English to you. Why you not you you not here? Look, you know what? Hold up. All I'm saying is this right here. Somebody got my damn bell loops and it took them out my pants. And somebody finna put these back on. Or it's okay, finna be... you know, we, we, we tell you that we are fixed upon, okay? And you you bring it in and, you know, there's nothing I can do for you on the phone, okay? You want to, to fix the pants, you have to bring in another day, okay? No, it ain't okay. I ain't fixed to bring in nothing. I ain't fixed to bring in nothing. What, what, what do you want me to do on the phone, okay? If I don't have the pants, how are you going to fix it? You have to bring it in tomorrow. Okay, the, the the father will be here tomorrow. You bring it in, okay? That's it. Who's gonna be there tomorrow? I, I, it's very busy today. I don't have time to do this on the phone, okay?
Hey, 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 no, it ain't okay. Y'all gonna fix my brain. No, you don't, you, you paid money, okay? I always say I just fix it, okay? You sit on the phone and you, you scream and you yell, and there's nothing I can do for you. No, you is supposed to do it for me. You finna fix my damn brain. Y'all done took the bed loose off my okay? brain. I don't have to fix anything, okay? We, we here to help you, but if you don't want to work with us, then no, we cannot help you, okay? Hey, let me tell you something. Y'all gonna make me come over there and whoop some up in there tomorrow. You come here, okay? You come here and you talk to us, okay? And I have the police here. I have the police here and then you take care with them, okay? When somebody gonna put my damn belt loose back on my pants, then? That's all I'm saying okay, right now. Okay, okay. You, you, you don't yell at me, okay? Say what? You don't yell at me, okay? You want to, you want to talk to him? He, he take care of you tomorrow, who, who okay? Take care of me tomorrow? You got the problem, you talk to him. Who gonna take care of me? The, the father, he go here, you talk to him, and you mess, you mess with him, then he take care of no, you, okay? No, your dad ain't finna do nothing don't, to me I don't, tomorrow. I don't deal with you, okay? Your dad, you better, you better have them damn belt loops. That's what he better have. No, he don't have to do nothing, okay? Cause we not, we not, we not mess up your pants. We try to help you. You got the problem, you talk to him, and he, he, he will kick your okay? He gonna do what? He gonna kick your He gonna kick my is that what you just said? Oh, 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 look. Did you just say your daddy was going to kick my Yeah, he could take care of you, and we're going to go to police. Okay? You go to jail, okay? Okay, look here. I got something else I need to say to y'all. Is you listening? I, I hear what? I said, is you listening? What do you want? What's the problem? Huh? Hey, do you have a man that works for you in your cleaner's name, John? You want to talk to John? No. My name is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got prank phone call by John that works in your cleaners. What? John, John just tell you to call me? To fix your What did you, what did John call me? Is this Sue? What the, what the what is your name? Is your name Sue? That, that's my name. You, you, you always get mad at John for listening to the radio in the morning, oh. right? You call the Asian cleaners right there and, and complain oh! about your belt loose. That's how you do it. Right there. You had no belt loose here. That's my favorite <laughs> one. Hold up. I gotta tell you the greatest thing that happened on Celebrity Family Feud. Uh-huh. Yesterday, Ming Na Wen, who played in these movies, uh Asian lady, gorgeous. Her family was on the show. You know, I had gotten into a spot one time with the Asian mm-hmm. men. Oh, Because yeah. this guy lied on me and said that I said the Asian men weren't attractive, which is not true. I never said that. He said, well, that's how we took it. And he started this story about me. I ended up apologizing to him online. So this Asian family is on uh, Celebrity Family Feud. <laughs> I get down to the end, her, her husband, Eric, he goes, Hey, I just wanted to say, I never took the comment you made about Asian men that way. I said, man, thank you, man, because that's not how I meant it. Yeah, that guy, he's just messed around. He said, but you know what? Let's just make it right, though. He said, you've heard the slogan, once you go black, you'll never go back. I said, yeah, this is an Asian dude. He said, 
I got one for you. I said, what's that? He said, you know what they say, don't you? I said, what? He said, once you go yellow, hello. <laughs> Man, I ran around that stage laughing. What? I ran around that stage laughing. No, we had to cut my, we, had, we had to stop taping for about five minutes. And the way he did it, he snapped his finger and everything. I went around and yeah. hugged that dude. Oh, man. <laughs> That's good. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, it is today's Strawberry Letter. You don't want to miss it. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Before we get to today's Strawberry Letter, Samuel L. Jackson tears apart Donald Trump over armed teachers' plan. Samuel L., friend of the show, we love Samuel L. Jackson, jumped on Twitter yes. to criticize Donald Trump's plan to arm teachers to help combat mass shootings at schools. Samuel L. clearly disagrees and tweeted, can someone that's been in a gunfight tell that, you know, his favorite, <laughs> his favorite blank. word, his favorite <laughs> mother blank, blank, uh, blank, that's never been in a gunfight, the flaws of his arm, the teacher's plan. It's so stupid. <laughs> oh, man. It's the stupidest thing he's come up with. Yeah. Yes. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, no. Oh, no. You don't think that's the stupidest thing? Oh, God, no. The wall. <laughs> the wall is pretty stupid, too. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, especially now that he it's wants like us to be banning Muslims from seven yeah. countries. Yeah. Nothing to do yeah. with the that's teaching. crazy. Yeah. Because yeah. you know what happened? There was a lady in our audience uh, the other day uh, from Syria who was over here visiting her daughters. And since she's been over here, when she came over here a few months ago, you know, the ban went into place, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. The travel ban. Right. So now she's debating on whether she should go back to Syria because if she goes back to Syria, she'll never see her daughters and grandchildren ever again. Or does she go back to Syria because she has a husband? But if she leaves the country, she cannot come back. That's a real dilemma for this woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she was sitting in the That's audience horrific. with her two daughters. Mm-hmm. She said, so what should I do? Should I go back to Syria with my husband and I will never see my children again or my grandchildren if I go back? I said, wow. Tearing families apart. Wow. Yes, That's crazy. But they've plucked people up yeah. out of this country and deported them who have been here 30 years paying taxes mm-hmm. and excellence to teachers. Plumbers. Great citizens, period. Great yes. citizens. And they just plucking them up because they're unraveling the commitment that Obama made to these people. So they go in there and they unravel that and they send them down. Now, we don't have border control because y'all so busy messing with these people that's already over here instead of standing y'all ass down there by the damn river. See, mm-hmm. that's what you could do. <laughs> but you got all these people up here, man, plucking people out of their mm-hmm. houses. You can straighten a lot of this stuff out, Steve, sounds mm-hmm. like. <laughs> I can't be president. My conversation is not good. Oh, you I, I disagree with that now. <laughs> what? All things considered. Who Meaning we have who we now. have in office yeah. now. Mm-hmm. No, I can't. But I got to be in there with you, though. You, Tommy, Jay, and Junior in the no, White House. Be in, oh, somebody <laughs> cabinet no, or I'm something. You right I'm running now, the country. A, no, it's enough stupid people in there now. I want to be sick here. over the top. All right, come on. I'm let's get to them stupid people that's in there. <laughs> let's get to the letter, guys. No, you're not. That's what's scary. Come on, Tommy. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. 
Subject, why did he leave? Hello, Steve, Shirley, Tommy, and crew. Good morning. I'm a 32-year-old female who married at the age of 19. My husband was 22. We've been married for at least 13 years. Anyway, we've been separated for six months. We have two children. My husband is divorcing me, but I don't know why. I'm a hardworking teacher, and he's a security guard, but I don't care. We have two sons in private school. I am currently working on my master's degree. The real problem is I feel used on a occasion when I convince him to have sex with me. After sex, I feel cheap because I know he doesn't love me anymore. I can just tell. He just says repeatedly that he does not love me anymore. We get along, we don't argue, but we are not together. What did I do wrong? Why did he leave? Steve, help. Have a good day. Sincerely, Miss Detroit. Mm. Wow. Dear Miss Detroit, you know, I'm sorry you have to go through this. Um, The one clue in your letter as to why your husband is divorcing you could be that you say he's a security guard and you don't care, meaning you love him no matter what. But he could be feeling insecure because you're more accomplished and more educated than he is. You're working to better yourself and the kids. They're in private school. You're working on your master's. Uh, The other thing is, um, you know, you having to convince him to have sex with you. Hmm. I really hate to say this, but it does sound like he's moved on, that he's not into you anymore. Um, We've all heard of cases where people just wake up one day and decide they don't want to be married anymore, that they've fallen out of love, which is what your husband has said to you. Uh, That's unfortunate. Again, I'm really sorry about that for you. But it does happen. You guys did get married pretty early. You know, maybe he's just had it. Who knows? Um, A lot has been left out of the letter, but at the very least, after 13 years of marriage, you are owed some sort of explanation. I mean, maybe he thinks that's good enough, that he doesn't love you anymore. But, um, you know, the bottom line is you need to know something, even if it's an answer you don't want to hear, like there's someone else. He's moved on with someone else. And I got to tell you that even if that is the case, you can move on. You can have a better life. You know, if he leaves you, it'll be all right. It's going to be rough, but you can get through it. You know, you can get through it. There's somebody else out there for you. Okay. Steve? Yeah, I ain't got to wait on this one right here, and we ain't got to read this letter no more. Um, the deal is y'all got married at a young age, and now he ain't the same person he used to be no more. He's grown into somebody else, and you've grown into somebody else. And the two people that you become are no longer the people that need to be together. It happens. It happens if you don't get married that young. Sometimes two people start changing, and the people that you change into ain't cool with each other no more. That seems to be basically what has happened right here. I don't care how many years you've been married. You've been separated for six months. you got two kids. Your husband is divorcing you, but you don't know why. Well, yeah, you do, because it's in the letter right here. The real problem is I feel used on occasion when I convince him to have sex with me. Wow. I cannot remember the last time (laughs) I've had to be convinced. I've been a few times, (laughs) held back and cut back on it. But I do not recall the last time I had to be convinced. When you have to convince a man to be physical with you, Mm. that man right there is getting his physical somewhere else. Come on here, come on now. That's just the way we are. 
let me say that to you and leave you in the break with that one. Then I'll come back and tell you the rest of it. But on that note, that's going to take some soaking, as Boomerang say. It's called (laughs) marinating, but Boomerang calls it soaking. (laughs) So we're going to let you soak in this one, and then I'll come back with the rest of it. All right, we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's get to part two of your response to today's strawberry letter. I'm a 32-year-old female who married at the age of 19. My husband was 22. We've been married almost 13 years. Anyway, we've been separated for six months. We have two children. My husband is divorcing me, but I don't know why. I'm a hardworking teacher. He's a security guard, but I don't care. We have two sons in private school. I am currently working on my master's degree. The real problem is I feel used on occasion when I convince him to have sex with me. And after sex, I feel cheap because I know he doesn't love me anymore. I can just tell. He just says repeatedly that he does not love me anymore. Mm-hmm. We get along. We don't argue. But we're not together. What did I do wrong? Why did he leave? Steve, help. Have a good day. Sincerely, Mr. Troy. Mr. Troy, come on, baby. Come on. Walk back towards the light. Because mm-hmm. you are ignoring the obvious. I can't remember the last time. I've had to be convinced to have sex. I, I, I cannot even tell you how we are built as creatures. That when you got to convince him, we either sick. I mean. Even then, even I'm, when you're sick. And, I'm really? about, and I've often found <laughs> that, I, that right after that, I right. feel better. See? Right, right. That's Come pretty on, much the, the cure-all for everything <laughs> yes. for me. Hell, if I got a toothache. If you just give me a shot, I'll be fine. <laughs> I swear to you, I'll be fine. What did I go to dentist for? Root canal? <laughs> Root what canal. are you talking about? Wait a minute, hold up, hold up. Listen to me. <laughs> I have. I need a tonsillitis, but I tell you what, though. If you hook me up right quick, I swear to God, the next swallow will be just Steve. great. If you hook You're me crazy. up right quick. If you hook me up, uh-huh. give me a shot. I swear to you, the next swallow I take, I'll be fine. <laughs> the next swallow, Steve. That Listen is funny. Listen to me. I just came from the doctor, and he told me my third disc has slipped. I tell you what, though. If you give me a shot, I bet I ain't even got to go back down there and talk to this man no more. Listen to me. Yes. I was at work today, Uh and a crane let a pallet down on my left arm and has smashed it. But I tell you what, though. If you hook me up right now, I probably won't even need that cast on it. It is the cure-all for most men. Yeah, you yeah. don't have to convince us to have it. We already want it. Yep. We even want it from people we don't even know. <laughs> I'm going blind in my left eye. I can't see a damn thing. If I just get a shot, Come though, on. I, I, I can, I can. and a little visine, I'll be fine. <laughs> Throw the visine in there. Now, the letter becomes even more telling. After sex, I feel cheap because, mm-hmm. listen to this line, and listen to the one right after. I feel cheap because I know he doesn't love me anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next line, I can just tell. 
You know how she could tell? Because of the very next line. He just repeatedly says that he does not love me anymore. Lady, 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 lady. My foot done fell off. Tommy. If you just give me a shot, I'll be fine. My nose is no longer on my face. It's in my pocket. I really can't it's breathe. But if we could just get in bed right quick. <laughs> just get a shot. Baby. My neck is broke. I can't hold my head up. Baby, but if you climb on top of me for the gurney, for they strap me on this gurney, I, we could save a lot of money. See, that's 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 it. Now, lady, you your answers are all in the letter. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the other part that <laughs> we get along. We don't argue. Well, y'all been separated six months, ain't you? Hard to argue somebody ain't there. Hard to not get along with a person you ain't got to see and be with. So, ma'am, but we are not together. What did I do wrong? Why did he leave? Steve, help. Okay, let me help y'all, sister. First of all, you don't have to have done anything wrong. And probably mm-hmm. you haven't done a single thing wrong. And this yes. is where women can really give yourself a break. Sometimes you just got the wrong dude. Right. That's right. That's true. What even starts out as the right man can turn into the wrong man. Mm-hmm. You just got the wrong dude. Who who he grew into is not a family man anymore. It's not a committed man anymore. It's not a man that's in love with you anymore. Right. That's what he's grown into. Sometimes men don't need a cause. We just ignorant, we dumb, and we do it. <laughs> now, I can almost assure you that he will come running back at one point. Mm-hmm. But don't you sit over there and wait on it, though. Go on with your life. <laughs> All right, Steve, you know we got to get out of here. You can email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at MyGirlShirley. And please, please join me this Thursday at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time for the Strawberry Letter Live After Show on Facebook at 1.30 p.m. Eastern. All right, uh, switching gears now. Omarosa, back in the news, uh, she said she felt freed after leaving the White House. Uh, She revealed on Celebrity Big Brother, that's where she is these days, how she felt emancipated after leaving the White House. I'm emancipated, she says. She says she feel like she just got freed off a plantation. Really, Omarosa. Hallelujah. Uh, Amarosa uh, also felt ignored. Well, y'all was the well, the most well-dressed ladies. Okay. Got hand makeup teams up there and everything. <laughs> she was in the house. How are you comparing this to slavery? <laughs> in the house. Yeah. She says she felt ignored because she was an African American woman. Take a listen. I'm inside trying to fight for my own political life. Yeah. While I'm going into meetings where people were ignoring me. Yeah. Or because I was black, people wouldn't even talk to me. And it wasn't just the black thing, it was the woman thing. Yeah. You had everything working against oh you. Oh my God. They, like, the men, these men felt like we don't need any woman telling us what to do. Yeah. And then here's the president going. Did you ask Omarosa what she thinks? <laughs> so then they hated me more. God. <laughs> is it a boycott situation? What, what What's she doing? She marching? She's what? trying to get back in is what she's doing. <laughs> That's what she's doing. We're not giving March. you the card back, Omarosa. <laughs> <laughs> she's trying to get it back, Jay. I'm telling you. There's going to be a rigorous training. House people, what, though, Tommy? Marching. We're coming up in about 10 minutes. What was your favorite food day when you were in I don't school? I don't think he's going to like this either. <laughs> it's going to die, too. It's going to be on his nerves, too. <laughs>
You know, like nothing today. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So, Carla, you're just paying for, for your daughter Tasha's lunch, right? You just paid her bill. Yeah, so, you know, things are different from when we, we were in school. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, school uh. lunches and things like that. So and you then get, we go into the, yeah. Yeah, we get this email. I get an email, and I have to put so much money off of my daughter's account. So I had to just give $150. $150? Yes. For lunch? For her school lunch. That'll probably last her to about April. Oh, oh okay. okay. School April. lunch. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you pay it all at one time, no, she though. she weighs 60 pounds. No, Tasha weighs 100 pounds. What is 100 pounds? Ta- Tasha's almost five feet. She eats, I'm telling you, this stuff's well, school, expensive. Yeah, school. Man, a these kids are expensive. No, this is a ripoff. They're making money off y'all, Carl. $150 a week? Uh, no, 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 no. no. Uh, Until it runs out, then they send you a notice, and then you have to keep putting money on. And Tasha says, Mommy, I want ice cream every day. <laughs> she goes, Yes, what? Tasha, yes. Baby, she eat in the morning, yeah. too? So your yeah, baby gets... in prison, you got to put money on her book. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're yep. getting at it three today. But she's an athlete, so <laughs> she eats. I'm sure she has a hearty appetite, a yeah. healthy appetite. She, she does. She's yeah. an athlete, definitely. Yeah. Right, right. Uh-huh. Tommy, do you have to do that? I don't know what Jack could do. I just... I just... <laughs> Get her the money, man. Lunch That's was way saying. different. We my lunch special was forty five cent a day. What the see <laughs> right what there, yeah. And then what was your favorite food day when you cheeseburger were in school? day? Woo! That was no. another show. cheeseburger day. day. It's a good day. <sighs> no Friday morning, that pancake uh-huh. was off the chain on Friday morning, mm-hmm. and that hot oh, syrup. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh uh-uh. uh. Friday. We didn't have breakfast food. No, we didn't do school. breakfast. We, didn't we, didn't have yeah, we, we had was just there for lunch. Yeah, Eat just your cereal and go on out the yeah. door. That was cool. What Did y'all I... have them white donuts with that pot on it? Yes. No, we bought them at the store. We had too. cookies. Peanut butter cookies, wow. butter cookies. Ooh. With chocolate butter milk. Cookies. Yeah, with chocolate milk. The big, thick kind, though. Yeah, them was good. Yes. <laughs> Ooh. Y'all don't have that no more. How much was your lunch, Junior? Two dollars and fifty cent. We the star for the week. <laughs> no, we the star. Two dollars and no, fifty. Two fifty was for the week. Yeah. One damn meal, two fifty. You know how many robberies would have been in my school? <laughs> they would no, They'd have been jacking teachers in that parking lot. <laughs> Give me a check so I can eat. <laughs> okay. Man, if I couldn't have that honey bun, I wasn't no good. Oh, what about honey pizza, though? Did, did you all have stuff like pizza? Yeah. Ooh. Oh. My yeah, we had pizza at school. It wasn't good. Black people don't know how to make pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Not back in 71. No. What was wrong with that the pizza, school? Steve? They didn't know. What was wrong with it? They didn't know. <laughs> no cheese, no sauce. Wow, what number? Yeah. Just dough, tomato paste. <laughs> You didn't recognize the meat. You could you could see the cheese laying on it. It was individual. Shredded cheese, it wasn't melted. Man, they ain't know how to make no pizza at our school. Under that heat lamp <laughs> sitting up there. But who, did anybody like fish sticks, though? Oh, that was my favorite um, day. That was a good day for me. Fish sticks. Oh, fish fish sticks. I did good on fish stick day, boy. Yeah. Man, yeah. when we all used to go to class with fish sticks in your pocket, yes, I did. <laughs> What? Say that's nasty. What's that's nasty. Steve? Jay. Pocket, I'm not on Team J with that. Okay, what, Steve? I'm trying to hear it. What? Your mom what? My mom used to go to school and get them Mrs. Paul's fish sticks. Mm-hmm. 
put them on that tray and put them in the oven. Oh, yeah. And get that jar of Kraft tartar sauce. Oh. Boy, I sit down there, boy, watching Gulati. You couldn't even talk to me. <laughs> watching what, dog? Gulati. A papa, ooh, my, my, 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 papa, ooh, ooh, ow, ow. A papa, ooh, my, my, papa, ooh, my, my, Gulati. Gulati. What show is this? Dog, we only had three TV stations. It came on every Friday. What night. was Gulati? Gulati was just a weird white man that did horror movies. Oh. And that's oh. that was his theme song. A papa, ooh, my, my, papa, ooh, my, my, papa, ooh. Him back, and he had on a lab coat, uh-huh. real crazy looking wig, colors in it. He had chemicals mixing up like a mad scientist. Oh, yeah. And he played a horror movie every Friday night. Oh, he used to love We sit up there with them bread sticks, mm -hmm. scared, um, fish sticks, scared, <laughs> can't go to. Oh, then we watch TV on Saturday night all the way to 1 o'clock. And then it happened. What? Oh, say, can't oh, the TV went off. <laughs> Flag be waving it. TV so going off. <laughs> yeah, TV went off. TV used to go yeah, off. And then that white. Man, that was it. Yeah, the turn white. That the static. It. Yeah. TV just off. That lighthouse come on. That little rainbow signal mm -hmm. hit. Yeah. TV go. Kids don't even know that the TV used to they go off no at night. Mm. They used to sing the stars, play the Star Spangled Banner, and you had to go to sleep. sleep. I told my kids that time they said, Daddy just be making stuff. <laughs> no. That's real talk. No, it went off. Yeah, it Tell went off, it and you had to go to sleep. completely off. Yeah, you could not sleep with the TV on all night. This broadcasting segment of the day. Yeah. resume at 6 o'clock in the morning. Shh. <laughs> We was here when cable started. Yeah. Right. <laughs> mm -mm. Wow. Oh, what about you? Huh? I tell you what, my daughter asked me the other day, Mom, you didn't have Wi-Fi when you were little? No. When cable started. Wi-Fi. We didn't have cell phones. Had an aunt named Wiffy. <laughs> he right. Wi-Fi. Wasn't no damn Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. All right, when we come back, we're going to shout out Drake. Yeah, he's doing big things in the neighborhood. Drake, when we come back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Shout out to Drake, guys. Have you guys been paying attention to what Drake has been doing? I know I you've been working video, a lot, man. Steve, but, man, Drake has just dropped a music video for his song, God's Plan. And uh, n no, you're not going to see half-naked women or his crew or flashcards or any of that. What you're going to see is something that will restore your faith in humanity uh, and just goodwill and budget, things like that. The project was $1 million, but instead of using the money to make an expensive video, Drake walked into a store in Miami and grabbed the megaphone over the counter and told everyone Anything you want to buy in this store is free. But then he took it a step further. He gave the Frost School of Music $10,000. The City of Miami Fire Department was gifted $20,000. A local high school got $25,000. And a Drake. woman, yes, this is so awesome. And a woman was given a $40,000 shopping spree at Saks Fifth Avenue. Woo! 
Oh, nice. yes, wow. Lord. Yes, nice. Lord. Another young woman received a $50,000 scholarship to the University of Miami, and the Lotus House Women's Shelter was given a massive check of $50,000 and trolleys of toys for the kids there. Nice. Part of the Drake's Drake. video, yeah, it was filmed at the Miami you Senior High School. Video. Yeah, you have really, to see really the video, nice. Steve. Yeah. It's great. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, which was given a large sum of money, the Miami Senior High School. The community in Miami said uh, what Drake did was a blessing, and it was truly God's plan. Go I ahead, love Drake. that. I go go ahead, love Drake. that. Yeah, from Drake. Who we'll murdered that song this week? Oh, are, are you? The song about God? How you gonna murder God's playing song? It's gonna be a little different. And you're gonna no. call it what? Jay's plan. <laughs> and you'll be going to hell. To <laughs> and that is God's yeah. plan. Yeah. Hope you enjoy yourself. <laughs> I, can't, I can't beat Team Jay. You ain't got no dog going. <laughs> Just you have any out of bounds I'm at just all? Taking food. a different approach to what Drake did, and I, it's Jay's plan. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Are yeah. you going to be giving away any money with hey, your oh, song? That, well, not that much. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your budget? Yeah, because you could send Carl and I on a shopping spree. That would be to great. To Sex Fifth Avenue, yeah. yeah. Send them wow. to Sex. Yeah. Fifty-six dollars. <laughs> That's how Ain't much no it costs to make this song. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can't ballet. Uh <laughs> but that's a great thing but that he did. Please watch the video, Drake's video. Yeah, it's, it's really, really, really good. good. It's heartwarming, you know. It is. It to is. see the looks on the people's faces when he gives them the money and just, uh -huh. it's, it's really cool, you know, to give back like that. Jay's man will be good. <laughs> what are you going to talk about? Wow. Come on, give us a yeah. sneak. <laughs> no, I don't want to spoil it for you, but just know that the budget is $56. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, you can stop him now. Mm -mm, I told you. I told you. No, you, you hired him, though. I, I ain't mean to. <laughs> you didn't mean to? You want to do over? <laughs> Reset. Get it right. Reset. Send him back. I'm back. But Jay said he's not. Jay says he's not going back, though. No, I'm not going back. No, I'm good. I'm good over here. I'm on championship team over here. Why would I go back? Nope. You ever call over there, Jay? Huh? No, for what? You ever call over there? You don't ever call and say, we beating y'all. I don't gloat. No. No. But I mean, like, okay, if you broke up with a girl, you're, you know, and had a relationship and you broke up, you might call and check and see if they're doing okay. See how they're doing. You don't do that. <laughs> what? What, Jay? <laughs> they don't, none Bruh. of his girls ever Bruh. accept his call. Bruh. 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 Come on. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wow. What did you say, Steve? I didn't say nothing. <laughs> I ain't opened my mouth. <laughs> Wondering why you talking. He's not good at breakups, huh? I'm not good at breakups. Have <laughs> you ever been friends with somebody after y'all broke up? Nope. <laughs> it's, been, it's been pretty much final right there at the end. It's just... Yeah, we break up for a reason. Usually because I don't like you. Now, I don't know what you're going to do to change that. And you say you don't do closure, so there's no reason for you to go back. I, I be closed. <laughs> yeah, I didn't shut it down. <laughs> but now, what the if fact you... that you don't have closure, that's on you. Uh -huh. 
But what if you see them again? Say, say if you were single. This is all hypothetical. Uh -huh. You saw them again after you broke up with them. They were looking fabulous. They had changed. You could see the change. There's nothing that would make you want to go back to that person or oh, call hell them. Yeah. A <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah. But yeah. you, but you wouldn't do it. Oh, I catches myself every time. Huh? I catch myself every time. I made the mistake of going back. Oh, you have. Oh Lord. Oh Lord Jesus, that's a mistake. Going back here. <laughs> yeah. Why you say that, Steve? It's never worked out, and because usually when I'm gone, you know, you've taken me to the brink of disaster anyway. Okay. So to go back really doesn't make any sense because I give you every opportunity mm -hmm. to make it work. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like when I fire a person. I give you every opportunity. So when you get fired, man, gone, that's it, you know. But in a relationship, mm -hmm. it's just, I don't, I I can't go back. You know, I've, I've seen somebody before and went, hey, how you been? How mm -hmm. you doing? Mm -hmm. And they'll be talking. But I promise you, somewhere in that conversation, I go, oh, yeah, that's why. <laughs> oh, they say something crazy. Oh, yeah, I ain't never had. It was just like, wow, it was really cool seeing you again. Mm -hmm. It is always they say something. Mm -hmm. And it makes me go, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> like what? <laughs> what do they say, though? <laughs> you know, like, it'll be something that mm -hmm. they do, like, you know. Really? You know, I ain't forgot what, that you didn't call me back. Yeah. Right there. Right there. She that can't let stuff go. Right to call you right every five minutes. Oh, okay. And that's why I broke up. Now, she's still talking about a phone call this 20 years later. Whoa. That's right. Whoa. <laughs> so, last one. Uh-huh. Yep. All right. Uh, we'll have more of this craziness when we come back at 20 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Got out of bed. He's having a rough day. What is this song you're singing, Steve? That's Gerald LeVert. Uh-huh. Funny. Cat, fun Funny. No, I'm telling you, because let me tell you something. That song is me and Marjorie all the way through. Funny You Should Call Today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a song about a man who used to date this girl, no telling how long ago, and something happened to him. And mm. this dude, he ain't been the same since. So oh. Gerald LeVert wrote this song called Funny You Should Call Today. Mm -hmm. And the dude just been going through it, man. And he said, uh, got out of bed, nothing went my way, trying to find peace of mind, but there ain't no rest for a weary man. Yeah. Everything I do seem to get me down, looking everywhere, trying to find a smile. Then the phone rang, and an angel sang, hello, Hello, hmm. and it's funny you should call today. It's been too long. Yeah, thought you just moved on. That's how I felt about Marjorie. So I've been oh. listening to it in my dressing room for about three or four years. Mm -hmm. So I listen to it all the time. And so the other day, right before Valentine's Day, I sent it to Marjorie. I oh, said, really? "Baby, I've been." wanting to send you this for three years. Mm -hmm. Now, Marjorie has no reference point to this three years. So when she gets this, mm -hmm. you know, quite naturally, you send your wife something, you've been with her for a long time, you say, I've been wanting to send you this for three years. And it's a love song. How you just now want to send me an old song three years ago? And I came home that night, and I kissed her, I said, hey, baby, what's up? She said, 
She said, Steve, who did you mean to send this to? Mm. Now, I done forgot (laughs) about this song, right? Because I came home from work. Mm -hmm. Boy, I had to think. (laughs) My stomach, heart, colon, everything (laughs) went up in my throat. What do you you mean? I don't get Mm -hmm. it. Because I'm trying to figure out what the hell have I said (laughs) that she don't understand. Now, I don't really send nothing, yeah. but I'm really confused because, you know, you've butt-dialed a person before. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So now I'm trying to figure out, have I butt-sent something? You don't know what it is. I don't, I don't know what idea. it is. So she said, hold on, let me show you. So she turns her phone around. God, that's what's... I'm sweating so hard because I don't know what's going to come up on this phone. What? Because I'm not really tech-savvy, no-how. Well, yeah, man. anything, anything. Yeah. Shirley, what? Hey! Sent to her. Got out of bed. Nothing went my way. way. Trying to find some peace me. But there ain't no rest. There ain't no rest for a weary man. A weary man. Everything. Seem to get me down, get me down, looking everywhere, trying to find a smile. Then the phone rings, and an angel sings. Come on, come on, man. Okay. So I sent that to her. That's a voice that's missed right there. So she don't know. So she spins the phone around. I'm squinting, swallowing. And praying. But you didn't do anything, though. No, no, Father no. God, Lord Jesus, in heaven. What are you for? <laughs> we got to go. When we come back, we'll hear part two of the, right. <laughs> the Steve story with the texting and all of this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve, now you sent Marjorie, your wife, your beautiful wife, a song. Yeah. And she but I don't forgot it. I sent it because that sent it earlier that day. I get mm-hmm. home, it's late at night. She's sitting up with the phone in her hand. Yes, yeah, so. Because <laughs> she's been confused all day. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. she's going to confront me right. face to face. Now, just as a man, having had a checkered pay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you no longer have a checkered pay. Yeah, but damn that. <laughs> You're cool <laughs> now. Yeah, but damn that, though. Shit. At any time. <laughs> I don't know what. Any time a checkered pass comes up. You know? Boy, you know, that pass. Catch. That pass sometimes don't stay there. <laughs> so you're nervous, sweating bullets. Nervous. Shirley, you know he my colon. He ain't about that life no more. But, you know, you my colon was in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> and it did not taste good. <laughs> Ew. Oh, man. Nuh-uh. Uh-uh. He had colon product on it. <laughs> oh, I said, good Lord. Nasty. She turned around when I squinted uh-huh. and went into prayer. <laughs> and when the phone, as the phone was turning towards me, what you say, I was going, Father God. Just as that phone is My Lord and Savior, if you could with all within you yeah. allow me to know what to say and how to say it. <laughs> Lord, I won't do it no more. Whatever prayer, I have though. done. That was a good prayer. Amen. Words to a man, Forgive me, what is this? You... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Wow. 
So when she turned it around, uh-huh. I said, baby, that's a song. I've been trying to send it to you for the longest. Because, you know, when I hear the song, I don't know how to download it. So I had Terrell download it mm-hmm. for me today, and I sent it to you. So she said, let me listen to it then. So she listened to it. Mm-hmm. And the next day she said, oh, my God, I can't get that song out of my head. Aww. She said, that's exactly what happened. She said, because the first thing you asked me was about my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am give a damn about your family. I wanted to know your marital status. <laughs> Yeah. That's, that's all that was. Yeah, I didn't want to tell that. Was that was cold. Yeah, How you so family doing? Family doing? Yeah. This next answer going to I ain't ask you nothing about your mom and dad. <laughs> See, you know that's well, a good way to get in. Ask about the mom and daddy, and then you can find out. But it was a lot in that, though, what you yeah. just said. God yeah. answers prayers, though. Yeah. Man, come on. But I'd have been caught off guard, big dog. I'd have been sitting there saying, I, 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 I ain't sent you no no. Yeah, just that answer song. right there, you'd been stuck. Oh, yeah. You <laughs> get stuck. But that's stupid, though. Yeah. If you say you ain't sent her nothing, then now she know for sure yeah. you didn't mean to send it to mm-hmm. her. Now you stupid than donuts. See, you don't <laughs> ever do that. Uh-uh. You're always, what did you say? I said, hold on, baby. Sh- show me what I sent you. Because obviously I sent you something. What you can't do is I ain't sent you nothing. Yeah, yeah you can't go there. No. Yeah. Always use the accusation in your answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rule number one to getting out of something. Listen to the question and have that question in your answer. So you gotta listen. You gotta listen, yeah, listen. nephew. Okay. You gotta listen. <laughs> See, you stupid. You trying to get? I ain't sent you nothing. <laughs> now you outside in the yard. See, now you stupid. <laughs> if I said With that, clothes, been, now you sleeping on the lawn of the chateau. If I would have said that, I'd have came with, I'm finna do the remix of this song. That's yeah. what I said to you. And even if it's song. something wrong, you go, oh, that. all right listen we're coming back with steve's closing remarks okay you've been on fire lately steve just one more thing when we get back you're listening to the steve harvey morning show all right uh steve here we are at the last break of the day it's been a good day and uh here we are with just one more thing your closing remarks take us yeah you know uh, i want to talk about what oprah said uh in response to somebody on a global grind, I think it was, asked her to respond to uh, Donald Trump's tweets and Monique's comments and everything. I being a friend of both of those, Monique and um, Oprah, this is not about siding. This is not what this is. I just want to use the comment of why she said she doesn't respond to negativity. I actually learned something from her today. You know, like I said, I think you have to hear things in a different way. I've always heard people say, you got to take the high road. But, you know, that's been difficult for me at times because sometimes that hasn't always registered with me. I I haven't received it the way I should have, taking the high road. But Oprah put it a little bit differently, and I received it differently. She said she's always been taught never to meet negativity with negativity because the only thing can come out of that is more negativity. She said the only way to combat darkness is with light. She said, and it only takes a little bit of light to affect darkness. And so I started thinking, if you're in a completely pitch black cave and you happen to have the smallest candle, let's just say a birthday candle, and you light a birthday candle in a pitch black cave, 
it has a profound effect on a very large area in which was normally a completely dark space. Just that one little piece of light from a candle has a profound effect on a pitch black dark cave. And she's absolutely correct. The only way to combat darkness is to be light. And I was talking to the girls and they were saying, Steve, that's taking the high road. And they're absolutely right. That's exactly what people mean when they say take the high road. But I just never really received it that way because it's been difficult for me sometimes to take the high road. I've done it many times, but it's been challenging because I being the way I am, sometimes I go, okay, all right, so this the road we riding towards each other on? Then let's drive these cars and pick up some speed and let's go. But that's not fruitful. That's that's not to a benefit of me. It never has been. I've had people help me understand, like when they blog about you. Everybody's on social media, some form or fashion or another, no matter how many followers or likes you get on Facebook or something, you're going to run into some hate. And what I was told being in this position was, when bloggers blog about you, it's a blog. If you respond to them, Steve, it's a press conference. Because now you're going to meet this negativity with more negativity. You're going you're gonna to heighten a much more negative situation. So what Oprah was saying, I, I wish everybody received it the way I did. It's just light, man. You can't, you can't win like that. You, you've got to be light. I've always wanted to be a person that when you walk into a room, people be glad to see you. You know, I talk to my kids about that all the time, too. You know, you want to be the person when they walk in the room, everybody go, okay, cool, my man. Oh, that's my dude. What's up, boy? All of us know someone that walks into a room and they just take the air out the room. Everybody knows somebody like that, man. When they, man, y'all be sitting around having a good time, man. You and your boys or your girls, y'all sitting around. Then this one person walk in and the whole attitude go, it's like they take the air out the room. Because they just darkness, man. They just darkness. Y'all in there having this light time. Then here come this black cloud that's going to hover over the affair and just start raining on it. I never wanted to be that person. I've always wanted to be a person that when I walk in the room, man, that I could make a difference. But I just wanted to be the bright spot of, you know, a little more positivity. You can ask God to help make you relevant. And I just, I would rather be relative on a positive level than to try to create relativity by dragging other people down. These people who have shows where all they do is talk about people and they trying to be relevant by talking about people, or you got haters out there whose whole blog and whole Instagram and whole social media is set up to draw hate so they can draw viewers, so they can monetize it and sell ads. Man, you know that ain't no good money? You know how that's going to last? Because somebody going to turn around and say something about you. And then somebody going to stop viewing you. It's much better if you try to make your living in a positive way. It lasts a lot longer. I say this all the time. Hate is louder, but love is stronger. You know, have you ever noticed that? Hate is so loud. When they got stuff on all these blog sites, they just talking about people. You go, oh, but love is stronger. It's quieter, 
but it's stronger. And if you just keep loving yourself, you keep loving your God, and you keep loving the people back that love you, you can weather the storm. I tell you what's really helpful. It's hard for me, though. If you could turn around and just forgive your enemies, whether they ask you for it or not, just forgive them anyway so you can keep moving forward, so you don't get stuck on stupid with them, that'll help you too. That's a hard one, but that's a good one too. Those are my closing remarks today. Good, uh, hope you good got job, Steve. For them, so here's what I got from it. Oh, Black History <laughs> Month is almost over, guys. I'll still be black in March. <laughs> I'm doing it year round, so you ain't ain't gotta worry about that month. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, have a great weekend. I'll be working again. Tuesday. I'd rather be working than looking for work. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen to that. Amen. Amen. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at tmobile.com slash unconventional. Open signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or feature. See tmobile.com. 